Hello, and welcome to InspectTech, the evident, non-destructive testing podcast. My name is Emilie Pedoquin, and I want to thank you for tuning in today. This podcast is all about NDT and the incredible people that work into our industry. I've been in this industry for just over a decade now, and I'm still amazed by the incredible people that I get to work with and how tightly this community is connected. On this show, I have the chance to welcome experts from the field to chat about everything and anything from challenging applications to new trends and even tips and tricks on how to improve your NDT game. I hope you'll enjoy the unique insight that our guests are sharing with us and that it will inspire others to also want to help in making this world a safer place. Today on the show, I have the pleasure to receive Eddie Pampa. Eddie has over 30 years of NDT experience, from aerospace to oil and gas, to now sharing his NDT knowledge to college students. You may know Eddie from his artwork. He's the creator of NDT Heroes, comics that are created with the NDT physics principles in mind, with the villains that we get to encounter on the daily, like Slag and Arkstrike, to only name a few. Eddie has an amazing creative mind, and I hope you'll enjoy our conversation today. Eddie, thank you so much for coming on the show today. Well, thank you, Emily, for having me. I've look, been looking forward to it. Yeah, I know. We've been been talking about it for at least, uh, I don't know, for a long time, but we finally <laughs> made it happen. There was a, a 2023 resolution, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, like I said, I've, I've listened to, I think, all of your podcasts. So I look forward, I enjoy them when I hear them. Aww. And uh, I think I may have told you before, this is one of my goals was to be on your podcast. So uh, start off the new year uh, with that first uh, goal being hit. So I'm happy about nice. that. Nice. Starting <laughs> strong. That's awesome. I love it. Well, okay. So I guess you know you know the routine then. Yes, I do. <laughs> you, know, you know the first question. Um, how, how did you stumble across NDT? How did you find out about this very niche industry of ours? Well, uh, you know, I, as you said, right, it is very niche. And uh, I found out about this industry when I took a position, you know, I, well, first of all, I graduated from uh, tech school with an okay. associate degree and electronics. And mm -hmm. uh, the folks at Lockheed Martin, I interviewed with them, they brought me in. Uh, but oddly enough, you know, they, they didn't bring me in exclusively for electronics. They looked at my resume back page and saw a machinist background. Oh, okay. So they said, okay, okay, we really want you to be in, you know, come in as a machinist. And what they were doing was they were making, and I didn't know it at the time, but they were machining probability of detection samples. Oh, no way. Interesting. Yes, yes. Okay. yes. So they were doing that. And my background in electronics only came into play because we had, uh, you know, uh, load frames that we would take these parts, you know, and because and, what we do is we machine notches into them and then put mm -hmm. them on these uh, load frames and cycle them, right? We'd life cycle them and create a crack. Gotcha. And so okay. that's where my electronics came in, but the machining was the primary uh, objective was to do these things, to machine these. And it was um, destructive testing at that time? Basically, at that yeah, at that point, what I'm doing is, is destructive testing. Uh, and so anyway, so yeah, that's what we were doing. And, and, and I started off uh, spending all that time in the machine shop. <clears throat> mm -hmm. Um, but the first time, and of course, even then, I didn't know what it was. The guys were telling me what they were doing with it, and I, I really didn't have a clue uh, what it was, uh, even with what they were telling me. But then um, one day, 
the, the I called him the uh, lead engineer for NASA was hosting an NDT class in our lab, and it was for Eddy Current. Eddy Current Level Two class is what he was doing. Very cool! Wow. And yeah, so <clears throat> he comes up to me one day or at the start before the class started. He goes, "Hey, Eddie," he says. Um, you know, we're a little short-handed in class. Some of the engineers didn't show up. He says, so there's room. You know, if you want to sit in on the class, you're welcome to sit in and, and absorb whatever you can. He says, but, you know, if there's a hot job comes in, I'm going to have to pull you and let you do the machining. You know, just – I said, you know what? I said, that's fine. I don't care. I'll take whatever education I can get. Yeah. Uh, I mean, my mom had always told me. She goes, you know, learn whatever they give you. Once you learn it, they can't take it away. Yeah. Um, so, okay. That's so, funny. I sat in on the class, and, and it was a lot – you know, it was interesting, right? Because I – and you'd think, you might think that I might have been a little intimidated because of all these NASA engineers sitting in this room, but I must have asked a couple of decent questions because uh, during the lunch period, uh, as we broke, um, and this gentleman's name was Charles Sikowski, just to kind of put, you hear me say Charles from time to time, Okay. but Charles pulled me aside. He goes, hey, Eddie, he goes, you seem to, be, seem to be really engaged and have some good questions. He says, you know what? Go ahead and stick around for the whole class. He goes, we'll just tell the guys, don't worry about the machining. We'll we'll put it off another week or whatever. He says, but just stick around and, and take the rest of the class. Oh, nice. Like, wow. And with Intercurrent, you definitely had questions. I mean. <laughs> well, and, and you know what's funny, right, is I think that my electronics background allowed me to have some oh, yeah. educated questions, right, yeah. uh, that kind of were relevant to the, to the topic. And uh, so anyway, so yeah, I did. That's, that's, so that was my first entry into uh, NDT was uh, was to take that eddy current class and uh, and it kind of just started from there I mean I didn't and it's weird because that's the the, the one method that I don't do a whole lot with mm -hmm. and yeah and we did some then but anyway Charles was um, I don't know, he was a great uh, representative for NDE okay he 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 was funny he had this goal of creating this uh, taking our our small group and growing and growing and growing and making it bigger and putting a bigger presence there at the, at the site and uh, so he, he was encouraging right he let me take the penetrant classes I wanted to the mag classes ultrasonic classes radiography classes I took all the level two classes that I could take and he'd just sign off on it so so that's where you know where, as, where it started as still as a machinist or you were yeah, at no. this point you you were part of the NDT group, or how did that work? Well, I guess yeah, I was still doing the machining work. I still, I never stopped fabricating these POD samples, but okay. um, as I got more hours and education and, and and better with with NDT and liquid penetrant specifically, uh, I got to take some of these tests on these POD samples, right? So once we got done oh, machining nice. them, we had to go back and verify that we could detect them. And so I was back there running these samples and, and, and verifying locations and lengths and all the technical, you know, all the, the measurements that are required. Uh, because in our, you know, what we want to do is, and you know this too, from these reference standards that we have, you know, they're just notches. They're not real, mm -hmm. real-time cracks, real cracks. Yeah, yeah. So in this case, we were producing, you know, real, real fatigue cracks. And so it was very important to, to come up with a method that... Um, the right technique, machining, and, uh, and 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 grinding and polishing, so we get the full true measurement of these cracks. Right. So, okay. um, but yeah, but that's what I continue to do that with that group, and then eventually became more of the the ND, NDE inspector technician, and they hired another machinist later on, 
to take over so that I wouldn't have to do it. So it was. <laughs> and you it was, could focus on NDT. Yeah, I could focus on NDT. So that nice. was really nice. I mean, I really um, it, it opened a lot of doors for me. You know, when yeah. I got in, when I started doing those things. I mean, they were doing some. I mean, they've always done some really neat things. So, so this group itself was the engineering group, right? So you have NDE mm-hmm. as is related to quality assurance, but you also have it within engineering. <clears throat> and so that's where I was. That's what this group did, right? So they were developing um, equipment and, and and things like that. So, f- for example, they um, there was the uh, there were some bolts that were two different types of bolts here. One of them was the attachment bolt for the uh, space shuttle mm-hmm. to the 747. And uh, I oh, guess yeah, it was okay. it was getting loose, you know, it, periodically that when they go to land in Florida, you know, from California to Florida, it would, the, the, the nut wasn't as tight as it, as it needed to be. And uh, so they had done some torque measurements as a normal you know, torque wrench and stuff like that. But for whatever reason, and, and I never understood the full details of what they're doing from the engineering side. But my part in this effort was to come up with a technique for measuring the bolt length using ultrasonic testing. And so we okay. would take a measurement beforehand and afterwards and see if, in fact, the bolt had elongated. Oh. And um, so so my job as a machinist was to come up with a, a a tool that would hold the transducer in place, you know, and perfectly centered every time and, and the right pressure every time so that we could eliminate any errors you know during you know to reproduce the results uh, without any errors so that that was my first chance to really put my my machining skills and my knowledge from ndt into play and and participate and and be a major you know a contributor i don't know how major i should yeah. say but it was a contributor to that and they and 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 i think they, they still well they don't use it anymore because the shuttle's not being used but they continue to use that system after we uh designed it and, and came up with that so wow oh, that's so that, really cool <laughs> it is it is really cool so you're leaving your mark a little bit like this is you know that has my name on it <laughs> yeah yeah really no cool. <clears throat> that was pretty cool so the the funny little story around that particular event though was I was uh, here in Houston taking a class, a, a mag and penetrant class, mm-hmm. and um, and and the gentleman, the the NDE level three, that uh, was working there, he could. There was a trip coming up, but they were going to do one of these inspections over in California to measure the bolt. Right, they're going to put this this unit to the test and okay. actually do it for the first time. Well, he couldn't make the trip, and and so Charles calls me. I'm on I'm in class like say on a Tuesday. He calls me. He says, "Hey, Eddie." He says, um, uh, "Norman can't make the trip." He says, uh, "So I need to see if you can make the trip." He says, "I know you're in class." He says, "But if there's any way you can get out of that class, you know, take the test early, whatever you need to do," he says, "You know, I'd like to have you go, you know, go perform this inspection. You know, you're gonna go with the engineer, yeah. but we're gonna do this." I said, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm, I'm at this point, I'm like, "Oh gosh, like, there's no way I'm not gonna do this right." And he says. Because and he, you know, he's like, I'll even call, I'll even talk to the instructor if you want me to, and we'll see if he can get you to go. He says because if not, if you can't go, we're gonna have to send the new guy. The right, new guy exactly. was a machinist, and he had just started on Monday. All right, you and know said, the system better than than him for sure. Oh yeah, <laughs> so, and, I, and I, I'm just sitting there right. thinking, there's no way I'm gonna let the brand new guy who's only been here one day <laughs> take this trip. I already told myself I'd be glad I'll I'll walk out today and take this course again on my own dime before I let that guy do it. Right. 
But um, anyway, so I ended up. So you uh, went. I went, yeah, I went, and it was a, a great trip, right, to California, did the inspections there, nice. and then, you know, flew back to Houston for a day, then flew to Florida, and, and got to watch it land uh, in oh. Florida, and then uh, cool. did the follow-up inspection. The cool thing, I mean, and, I, and then I got to watch a shuttle launch while I was there. Yeah. Wow. So, I mean, for one, it was like a good 10 days, that was like the... the almost a highlight of my career, which only happened a couple of years into my career there. Right. But, uh, but it was really amazing to be able to do that, to, to make that full scope of the full trip and to be able to be, uh, uh, to use the equipment like that, to see yeah. all these amazing things. And and not many people get to see a rocket launch, a shuttle launch. So for that, I'm very grateful, eternally grateful. Even Charles, who was, you know, like I said, my Event, he's basically my mentor. When it all gets said yeah. and done, he was my mentor. He had never seen one either. Uh, yeah, it's it's a bucket list moment uh, mm -hmm. for me at least. <laughs> yeah, that's really cool. Now, wow, I'll, and I'll, it is. And I was gonna say what I'll tell you too is I told people uh, I said when you go over there and you watch a launch like this, you get a sense of what ultrasonics, you know, going through the material, you know, that that slag or that porosity. Mm -hmm. Now, because you actually feel the waves kind of boom. Boom, boom, oh, boom. gotcha. The sound energy coming towards you, and you can feel it, you know, hits your chest and moves around you. Right. And I thought, oh, little did I know that was my first NDT nerd moment. I <laughs> <laughs> oh, I really love that. Yep, yep. I would call it that too, yeah. <laughs> so, and, and like, so that was pretty cool, though. So that, that, that was one of those things that, uh, that I did there. But yeah, that's how I got me started, though, was, was Eddie Current class. You know, doing the POD samples, uh, so cool. developing this, you know, these kinds of things with the engineering group. And there's other things we did, of course, but that's, you know, it, it's basically how I got started, how I discovered it as a machinist. Gotcha, gotcha. That, that's a great story. I love it. And yeah, and it's, uh, it always, it finds you. It, it seems to be that way. NDT finds you, not the other way around. And so, well, okay, so do, do tell us a bit more about your your career after that so you went to aerospace um now you're teaching what was in between two uh, i know that uh, you went in oil and gas i believe as well i mean you're in houston so it's either aerospace or <laughs> oil and gas i guess <laughs> <laughs> yes so, it is. Well, <laughs> what uh, was it for you the what was your career path there well yeah like i said so after uh working there at, well I, I, let me just say this to add to that when i was there at nasa mm -hmm. i worked there like to the engineering groups so i spent 22 years at, oh, at Johnson wow. Space Center between wow. two different contracts. Like I said, I started off with engineering. I left there to join the safety and mission assurance contract, which is the quality assurance side of everything, right? So okay. having so I, so I got a chance to do that for about nine years. Uh, and so I learned about the quality assurance world for, you know, while I was there. And then eventually I ended up going back to engineering and finished my, finished my career at, you know, at that stage uh, with engineering. So, like I said, engineering and quality assurance were the, the two areas that I worked on, uh, or the two groups, I should say, I worked in uh, while I was out there. And so, so, any any of the big projects, names we would know of that you worked on, I'm sure, I mean, in 22 years, is you probably... Well, uh, no, there were, the, so there were a, a, well, of course, I worked the Columbia Accident Investigation. Mm -hmm. uh, I was there when that went on, so we worked on wow. that and supported that effort. Um, we worked on the last uh, payload that went onto the shuttle, which was the okay. Alpha Magnetic Spectrometer. Oh, so what uh, does that what, do? Well, 
it measures. I, I don't know exactly, honestly. It's a, so the scientists put this this thing together, right, right. and uh, and it measures a. Uh, I think it measures particles coming through space, something like that. Okay. But okay. What's What's interesting about that is we did this, but there was a short period of time when I was with engineering that I worked on some of the structures testing, and so we tested the the payload. This is back in maybe early late 90s, I guess. And, uh, and so at the end of my career, before I left NASA, they had gotten it finally built, right? This, at this point, it's almost 20 years later, they got this wow. thing built, ready to go on the payload. And so uh, I was able to go to, uh, to France, to, to the CERN facility, where they had taken the spectrometer and uh, do the final closeout inspection with, uh, with a buddy of mine, the other level three. And so that's probably the, the couple of things, you know, highlights, I guess, of my career is go out yeah. there to, to France and do that inspection. And, uh, and kind of seeing that project to completion, you know, that's, yeah. that's not given to everybody, too. You know, it's like it, it leaves and then that's the end of it for, for some working on it. So that's um, that must have felt good to be able to, to travel and, and, and see a bit further on that project. Oh, yeah. It's always nice to see something go full circle, right, from, from, from its uh, initial build to its final yeah. construction and then close yeah. it out and be there when it uh, when you do when it happens uh that's you know that was really cool i didn't get to see the see the launch of that mission but anyway that was the the kind of <clears throat> the highlights of my career there at nasa now um as you said right so i left there to join oil and gas uh and at, at this point though in my career i was considering getting out of it altogether you know I, oh, after yeah? doing all that i taking some little side work doing some promotional stuff for for a small company in town and I wanted to engage the creative side of my mind and it was really fun mm -hmm. and I considered it but then a buddy of mine who had, had worked with me at NASA he had already left a couple of years earlier and he was working for a service company here in Houston and so uh, he was going to get a promotion so he needed a level three uh, you know to backfill his position so um so anyway so i said you know what fine you know if there's ever a time to leave aerospace and to go into oil and gas is to go when you got somebody here who you you know somebody you trust who can show you uh what you need to know and kind of help me you know learn what i didn't know so i did so i left and, and joined his company and uh it was a great experience you know uh i learned so so very much now i wasn't there very long um okay but you know, working in the service industry, I learned one thing really quick, and that's that everything happens quick. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's no time to delay. You know, there are times where I hurry up and wait. I've heard often too. <laughs> it can be, yes, it can be. Now, and and so like for me, since my my buddy was the manager and, and I was level three, we we collaborated a lot. We we talked a lot about the business and how to increase sales and profits and all mm -hmm. these things. So I was involved in that aspect of the business as well. Okay. And, and so there'd be times where he'd get a call and 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 he'd forward them to me because they needed a, a crew right to go out and do some some inspections or whatever ut pt whatever okay. so he'd ask me to take the phone call and i learned really quick that if i didn't say yes right then and there i was going to lose the business because oh, wow. i mean seriously I'd, I'd get on the phone with them say okay chuck uh, let me let me get let me see what i have available and i'll get back to you you know i'll call you back in a few minutes gone and yes, I call, we're talking wow. five minutes later, I've called. He goes, nope, I got a crew out here already, or they're coming out. I'm like, ah, oh, crap. Wow. Wow. So, Another thing that I like to say about NDT, I say that probably often on the 
podcast, but yeah, it's it doesn't stand for non-destructive testing. It stands for need done today. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's that quickly. And so, yeah, I bet, you know, if you take a bit too long to think about it, it goes, especially in Houston, there's mm -hmm. there's a lot of competition there. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So that the whole sales tactic, right? You know, say yes now and figure it out later. I learned yeah. really quick to yeah. just say yes oh, and wow. then figure it out. So, but yeah, so that was, and so the other, the other part of that that was really uh, fun and, and educational was learning, was working with all the different standards and codes, you know, mm -hmm. working with yeah. aerospace. All I knew was mill standards. I had not really worked right. with anything else. So getting out there, working with the, with the, you know, with the uh, API codes, the uh, ISO codes and standards mm -hmm. and, and different mill standards. It was, I mean, gosh, I learned so much and it was only like two and a half years that I was there. But okay. um, but I'm ever grateful for for my buddy, you know, for for him, you know, asking me to join him, and uh, and, and getting out there and doing that work. Um, yeah, very different, but yeah, a great great uh, learning experience for sure. With and, and speaking of learning, so after that, you decided to go straight to teaching. Is that uh, no, what no, what was the no. opportunity there? Well, that's just it. Teaching is part of what I do now, but that's not, you know, I didn't go straight to it. As a matter of fact, from there, after working with that group, I went to uh, GE, who had purchased okay. you know, some of the oil and gas stuff, right? So I went over there. Yeah. And what that was a really nice place to work because it was a um, kind of a blend between working at NASA and working in the service companies. Mm -hmm. Because at NASA, yeah. you know, things are, they're not fast. Things don't, I mean, there's nothing they couldn't wait a day to figure out an answer or two days, right? There's nothing so important you couldn't wait two days. Mm -hmm. Whereas the service company, you couldn't wait two minutes. Well, with GE, you could wait to the end of the day, you know, or you could take some time to figure it out and get an answer back. So it was a nice right. in-between, right? So I really enjoyed working there with that company. And we manufactured, so it was different too, that we weren't a service company. We were manufacturing parts. So yeah, yeah. it was kind of have, nice to have some consistent parts and some consistent, you know, issues and work to that, you know, that way. So so that's kind of where I spent the bulk of my career in oil and gas was at, at GE, which later became Baker Hughes. Mm -hmm. um, so we worked on everything from risers to risers to wellheads to uh, blowout preventers and, and everything in between. So that's kind of the products that I worked on when I was with oil and gas. But, I see. Um, okay, and then and so after that, somebody. So how? Because I'm always curious how you. I, I I think that teaching is a little bit like NDT in general. It finds you more than mm -hmm. the other way around, you know. Um, so how how did you find out about the position in a school and why? What got you interested into sharing what you've learned uh, during your career? Um, one of the weld engineers there at GE had he was teaching at Lone Star. Okay. And, okay. you know, so he, he reached out to me one day, he says, they could really use some teachers. He goes like, you know, you'd be really good at it. You know, would you consider it? And I initially said, no, it just wasn't of interest to me. That's not an area that even as a level three that I wanted to explore or do more of. I didn't, it wasn't a thing I wanted to do, but about a year and a half later, or so he was leaving to take another job and, and he, he brought it to my attention one more time. He goes, Eddie, he goes, they could really use your help over here. He goes, I think you should really consider it. So I took a meeting with the, with the the manager there, manager there at Lone Star, and that's how it started. I, I got to talking to him, and I said, you know what? At this point, I, you know, I don't really, honestly, um, you know, as much as I didn't really care to teach, I just felt, okay, you know what? I'll do it this time. <laughs> Let's go ahead and try it out and see what happens. And and if I don't like it, I can always stop doing it, right? Yeah, but, yeah. 
Um, but no, that's how I that's how I came upon it. Right, it was just a coworker. How do how do you feel about it now? I feel like I need to ask. <laughs> <laughs> it's like eh, still not sure. <laughs> well, you know, it's been what three four years now that I've been teaching. Yeah. And I really, really, really enjoy it. And I, I don't understand go. <laughs> why I didn't <laughs> like it. it or why I didn't want to do it before. But uh, no, it's really engaged. It's really exciting when you have students, you know, who are, are want to be there, right, and, and, and engaged. Yeah. And I think that's maybe what deterred me was I had taught guys, you know, on the shop floor. Mm-hmm. And the mentality or the approach that they have to learning is different than yeah, the student yeah. who's paying their tuition yes, and exactly. needing to be there. So yeah, I, I'm being I'm being paid to do my work and not to learn more. Versus uh, I'm here, I paid for it. I want to have the knowledge, you know. So yeah, it's, I'm sure it's a different experience altogether. No, it is, and I think somebody at one time told me uh, that it kept it, it keeps you young, right? This is actually one mm-hmm. of the in- okay. level threes that I had met. Uh, that was his experience. He goes, man, it keeps you young. You really should, you know. He had even told me then <laughs> I should consider teaching, but but yeah, no to. to at the end of the day, I really enjoy it. Uh, I learn so much from the students, and uh, you know, I, I feel like I learn as much, if not more, from them. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's not all technical either, right? There's some uh, I get some information from them. Uh, it helps me out, helps me understand something that I didn't understand before. Yeah. Um, and I think the probably the coolest thing about teaching is it it forces you, as an NDT professional, to educate yourself a little bit better. So yeah, that you can yeah. communicate it effectively, right? Yeah, you need to really understand it to be able to explain it in in great details, you know. And if there's a question, you need to, you know, rephrase it and find another way to explain it. And so you you need to have a really good knowledge of uh, of the of the the subject, you know, to be able to answer it. Well, and that's one of the things I think Charles had always, you know, had told me before. He says, he says, look, he goes, we can all be technically proficient and technical experts. He said, but it's the soft skills that that really make the difference. It goes how you communicate, right, yeah. how you put that point across, and it all you know it feeds in here too, right? So it helped me out through my career, you know, dealing with engineers, managers, salespeople. That's all great. It helps there, no doubt. But from a teaching perspective, it's even more um, important uh, that you use your soft skills to, you know, avoid being angry when the students just don't <laughs> seem like they're paying attention. Yeah. Uh, to uh, just you know take a step back, take a breath, come at a different direction, and see if it'll you know. And then that's that's the challenging part too is coming up with different ways because everybody learns differently. Even though there's yeah, a you know there's true. a core set of ways we do it, but there's sometimes you got to just skin that cat from a different direction. <laughs> and and, yeah. uh, and so that's the other part that's really cool. And and I think for me, I enjoy those challenges and enjoy uh, trying to find a new way to do something. That's great. That's really good. And so I also really want to make sure that we talk about this because you mentioned earlier your creative side and how it was important for you to to, to find a way to keep that, right? And for people that follow you either on LinkedIn or on Instagram, um, they'll know, uh, but you're a very good artist too, you know, just not... uh, uh, you have that that um, creative side of um, of you, you know, and so um, I'm. You, you have started something called the NDT Heroes, and I'm curious what got you inspired and why the heroes, you know, with with <laughs> NDT. Um, yeah, I want to know more about that. Okay, okay. 
Well, uh, I've always been a comic book nerd from a little okay. kid on up, right? I always enjoyed comic books, uh, so that's where it started for me was, was the love of that. Now, the drawing side of it, I actually honestly never really started until my younger brother was drawing and me being very competitive wanted to draw also so I could do it better than him. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> so so that's where it starts for me is in, so I've, and I had always drawn to some degree, but it was to keep that, you know, hear the idea of the right brain, left brain kind of thought, right? Yeah, so, yeah. So I would always try to keep that, I was very analytical. I knew myself mm-hmm. well enough to know I was very analytical. So I would force myself to be creative and that was my tool and my way of doing it was to draw. I and like that. and yeah. so. So that's why I started, you know, drawing in the first place was uh, once I got out of the competitive side, it was how to, you know, relax, uh, how to, um, how to, how to just kind of feed that creative side a little bit. So, uh, but that's how it started from an artistic standpoint. <clears throat> okay. Now, um, from, from the, how do I start drawing the heroes themselves? Mm-hmm, yeah, um, and, and correlate that with NDT too. You know, that's what's even more creative about it. It's not just the the drawing of, of them. It's just how you think about how it applies. You know, uh, to a hero that would be more towards uh, one method to the other. Like, and if if you don't, people listening don't know what I'm talking about. Please go and check out ndthero.com, and then you you'll get it it's really cool so that's that's eddie's drawing um so yeah you know how how did you merge the two uh together and saying okay like i can see that's a superpower for uh ultrasound or for magnetic particle and so on well i think it's oddly enough it came during covid uh you know because we spent a lot of time at home when it first you know when covid first hit and uh and all this uh the term of you know uh heroes right the the, yeah. the all the the doctors and the and the police officers and the medics and all that they're they're heroes and yeah. and and that's true and there's no doubt they are but i started thinking then goes you know well, ntt right we we make sure the bridges are safe make sure the buildings are built correctly you know that there's mm-hmm. good quality the spacecraft whatever it is right and i thought well, hey maybe there's a way to tie these together and and then you know i thought well you know, you always wanted to have superpowers, right? Always read comic books. Yeah. You want to be able to see through parts, you know, X-ray vision like Superman, or um, or magnet, you know, Magneto from from yeah. X-Men and and uh-huh. move parts with magnetism. So that's when that idea hit me. It's like, well, you know what? Let's do this. You know, I'm going to merge the two nerds in me, right? The nerd in the NDT <laughs> and the nerd from the comic books, and just going to create these characters. And 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 because I can do that, right? I can see through parts if I use the right kv or use the right frequency i can do these things and and so that's kind of where it starts for me and that's how i managed to put these two worlds together uh was 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 thinking about the heroes in our world and how you know ndt is very unsung when you think about you know anything related to quality is usually um (laughs) i don't know how to best put it but that, that doesn't always get enough credit so yeah so that's kind of where my mind went on that and that's how I got these two things these two characters together and um it's so creative I love it and and that the bad guys too you know like arc strike or you know (laughs) slag slag is my favorite character my favorite villain (laughs) yeah Yeah, the villains they're great it's so creative it's um yeah I highly encourage uh our listener to go and check it out and so were you self-taught for you know even because you're doing most of it now i guess 
digitally. Mm-hmm. And from my understanding, that's not an easy medium either to, to just start and use on your own. So how how do you, yeah, where where'd you get uh, the, the, to learn about how to doing learn. all that? Uh, you know, I just, I, I guess, I don't remember what actually triggered me other than the fact that I wanted I wanted a new toy, a new digital toy of some sort. And I did some research and found different, you know, tablets and things like that. But that's, yes, to answer the question, I am self-taught. I, I did go in there and purchase a tablet and bought, and it's funny because okay. there's a, a free software out there called Sketchbook, and it's on any, okay. you can load it on any PC. Uh, but that's what I use. Uh, up to this point, everything I had done was pencil. Every pencil, okay. I didn't really even use colors. I just used pencil and grayscale. And uh, and then uh, worked my way into some other you know color feature color mediums, but but no, that's and it's that's all I use is this that free software to create these characters. Now there's still a lot more to go, right? These there's so much better. I, and you look at my if you go back and look at my website at the Hero website, mm-hmm. and you were to pan back through some of the original photos or images, you're going, oh crap, that's that. <laughs> but <laughs> it changed. It evolved it, over time quite a bit. Yeah, it's true. I, I have, but I've also learned it's it's not important where you start; it's where you finish. Mm. And and I always you know use these things right progress over progress over perfection. Uh, and, yeah. and so I just you know what forget it. I'm not going to worry about being shunned or criticized for the artwork being crappy. I'm just gonna put it out there and whatever happens, happens. So I've kind of, you know, maybe as you mature, you get a little bit more confident, a little more, a little less, you know, caring about what other people say. And so I, I have, right? So, and I'm okay with this. The artwork's not where it needs to be yet, um, but it will be. And the same thing goes with NDT. I'm not True. strong in every method, but I'll, I'm okay with that. And I'm not gonna yeah. claim to be uh, proficient in every method, but yeah. I feel like I'm knowledgeable and open-minded and, and and smart enough to figure it out, and uh, and if not, I know the right people, right, that I can talk to. Yeah, yeah, yeah I like that. So. Yeah, and the what I also like about uh, your drawing is that there's um, there's science behind, you know, like you're you're teaching something too, mm-hmm. you know, like um, capillary action or um, you know sound waves or things like that. So um, yeah, it's kind of a refreshing way to look uh, at it all and and to to learn a little bit from it too and to be curious about it because as we discussed in the past you and i actually uh you know there there's not enough inspectors out there and so to be able to to interest people about what we're doing in different ways because we as you said too all learn from different uh methods or different different ways of learning and so uh yeah i i think it's a really really good tool to uh to highlight what NDT is. Well, and you know, and you mentioned that too, right, about the education side of it. And that's one thing I don't want to lose sight of. And there's some things I put out there that are just simply, you know, fantasy creative, you know, comic book stuff. And, and I'm going to continue to do those kinds of things too. But I do want to provide some educational aspects to these things. And because especially that I post these things on LinkedIn and I don't have a hero site, right? It's just my personal so I've got my level three certs hanging on this too. So I can't mm-hmm. very well throw a bunch of stuff out there that's not right. So it's that's not the part. Accurate. Yeah, 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 it's not accurate. Point. So I don't want to do that. I don't want to lose that credibility, if you will. So I try yeah, to keep it yeah. accurate, technically accurate. And, and that's where it, <clears throat> you know, when I go back to teaching, right, they help me learn better. Same thing happens here. I'll try to gather the new technology, like this phase coherence and understand it better. So I can put it in an illustration that promotes it right that promotes the the new yeah. technologies and and 
gets people excited about it and and educates those who don't know much about it so yeah. uh that's kind of been you know that's i guess for me has recently i tell people i'm trying to serve some pie and they said what's pie it's promote inspire and educate so oh, i love that <laughs> i love that i want a big piece of that <laughs> yeah i want some ndt pie so that's yes. what I'm, so that's what wow. i'm trying to do that's good it's really good yeah and so yeah speaking of which you had done some activities recently with with um uh, with ndt hero uh you know some to involve the community uh right after asnt so can you talk a little bit about that uh yes uh this is one of those things where you just kind of take a, a flyer and see what happens i had a last minute decision or idea to create this contest now i had done some commissions for some for some friends of mine like marius uh is my my, my biggest ndt hero my ndt yes, who, nerd right who we had on the podcast very recently that's right yes yeah. uh, you, you've created i, I guess uh want to say an avatar of him uh yeah i created a character of him called max pressure now okay. what, what it is right is i've done some and, and that's what i try to get is I, i'm honestly trying to get commissions get people to to have me do their artwork for them so uh so anyway so what i did was i had done that for him and then i said you know i'm gonna do this for asnt so i put out this little question little and it was basically just had to like it and respond and i think even even you uh, had yeah. gone in there and and hit the link and, and answered and a few sure questions did. yeah so <laughs> so i did and it, it it wasn't you know earth-shattering response but it was a decent response for what it was um but that was it was fun it was really cool and talk about challenging yourself right you gotta you get this person i don't know who won the contest and and f understand him better from you know i i add some additional questions to get some background for this person mm -hmm. and then create a character based on his likes and his interests and his ndt method and and so that's what i did and and so I've, who was he and what did he ended up being as a hero is, uh john eddington from canada okay. Uh, uh, he's the, the gentleman who won it and he was into ultrasonics which is a big a big big method that everybody seems to be you know gravitating towards and uh, his hero I think was Night Ranger okay uh, some of it and it's <clears throat> his character color scheme and all that is based off of his like you know who he likes which here which comic book heroes he likes so that's where it all comes together is is trying to get that information in and uh, and his his skill sets as a as an ultrasonic inspector and uh put those into place and you know the story about how he saves the day with his methods or simply stopping a crime <laughs> from happening so but i love it but no it's that's what so i did funny. that's great that's great any any future project either for um ndt heroes <laughs> or uh or personal projects uh, for for the year as we talked about resolutions and as uh, you know as you just checked off <laughs> something <laughs> from the list today any other projects in mind uh well from a from the ndt hero side of it i do you know i started selling merchandise before the end of the year Okay. It's, it's okay it's it's i need to work on that some more but i think eventually i'll end up having other contests uh to give away some of that gear so that way i can further promote the the hero website and and, and educate people on it as well would um, you like to share on here where people can get the if they're interested uh, your merchandise well just go to the ndthero.com site and there's a page mm -hmm. there for the merchandise okay uh, and you can you can find it there and, and browse and purchase whatever you need or want so uh it's t-shirts and mugs right now nothing to nothing more than that but um but that's what it is and that's what i'm trying to do and i think it's funny because my daughter she's in uh, 
she's in, in college and she's taking these courses for uh, social, like uh, she wants to be a um, um, public relations specialist. Yeah, okay. So when okay. I was telling her about my contest, you know, so I've been feeding off some stuff, you know, giving her some, some things like um, when I did the blog for AST, right? I was a guest yeah. speaker, a guest blogger for the conference. And so I'm always, fe- you know, getting her feedback on, you know, what should I do here? Well, she, when I told her about the contest, she goes, ah, you really shouldn't have done it that way. You know, when you ask somebody <laughs> to fill out some questions, you don't get many responses, right? If you just have them like and follow, you'll get mm-hmm. better response. Right. And then after for whatever you're doing after the fact, they're going to also see that then. Yeah. Yeah. So, but well, so that's why go. they we need that, to listen to the professionals. Exactly. So that's why when I do the next contest, it's going to be, uh, you know, click and like and follow. And that way I can get a, a more followers and then give yeah. something away as a result of that. Uh, and then so we that, can share what we love and, you know, what we do a bit more. You know, that's the ultimate goal, really. Yeah, it is. It is. So, yeah. that, so that's what I'll do um, from, a, from a hero, from the hero side of it and, yeah. and that kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, of course, um, well, I would like to throw this in too, right? When you look at the Hero website, there's a few things that are out there that are a little different. I may, you may or may not have seen them. They're in the ASNT uh, monthly emails. I call them QA quips, and they're little okay. two cell comic strips. Like I call them dad jokes for NDT. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, and, I've seen and, some actually on the mm-hmm. um, with Maribeth. Oh, I'm I'm blanking on the. Um, yeah, with the NDT now. Yes, NDT yes. now. Thank uh-huh. you very much. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So yeah, you, you've done those. It's very funny. So so yeah. So those are things too. Uh, and, and that that's another area that I think is helpful to educate and promote it, and uh, and put that out there. Um, what was I say? Oh, so from a <clears throat> from a um, things I want to do moving forward, I have decided to take on more of a volunteer role with ASNT. Yes, so yeah. I've I've joined the advocate committee, so I'm a volunteer at the advocate committee, uh, which I guess we meet I think tomorrow for the first uh, meeting for this year. So I'm looking forward to see how that you know what that's all about and what I can do because I think maybe like you'd mentioned earlier that you know we talk about what it is we do uh, that you do and I do and I feel like it's you know I think mm-hmm. of the term influencer but maybe advocate is the better advocate, term yeah you know that, yeah. that that you shared with me and I think that's the right way to look at it more of an advocate. So it, it's natural for me to join the advocate committee because I'm already doing it and to see what else I can mm-hmm. learn from those other people that are doing it and what they want to promote because I don't want to, I want to promote it in the best way possible and if AS&T has some certain things they, that they want to communicate and I, I'd like to help out too and even if, yeah. you know, if it's just doing it. So those are, that's one of the things. Uh, I did submit an application for the uh, director position Yes. Uh, so still waiting to see. We won't have any any results, I think, till the end of February as to when they release who's going to be, uh, who the candidates are for voting. Uh, yeah, so. That's right. So director at large for ASNT. Yeah. And, and right now they'd still accept candidatures until, as you mentioned, end of February in mm-hmm. uh, voting. So uh, if you want to vote for, you know, if. Eddie's candidature is being accepted if, and if you want to vote for him then uh, in March I believe uh, on the ASNT website you will see uh, his full profile and then you can go and vote for uh, for him if you would like and up to I think up to well you can vote for multiple people as well mm-hmm. um, so 
so yes, that that's that's really exciting, uh, exciting, and I, I'm glad that you uh, you put your candidature for that. No, yeah, me too. I'm looking forward to it. It's it's a uh, I didn't realize the process, the application process was so involved, but it was that was fun yes. too in its own way. Is <laughs> is just doing that part of it, but but yeah. So basically, becoming more of a volunteer for AS and T uh, and and getting tied into that work a little bit more is probably the other item, the other area that I want to work on uh, for this year. So so that's kind of that's kind of it right there for me. Um, that's great. I wanted to circle back to something you said earlier about talking about teaching. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, so, well, we did uh, talk about, um, so, well, before we started recording, <laughs> we, mm-hmm. we talked about a little bit the, the values that you might want to um, teach to your students, you know, is that because NDT is definitely a very technical skill, right? There, there's a lot of... Uh, uh, technical information together, but there's more than that. You know, there's uh, there's a certain set of values that are needed to become a good inspector. Um, so I don't know, maybe that's where you wanted to go. I know that we discussed it. Is that something that you ever thought of and and that you tried to um, uh, to teach and to share with uh, with your classes? You know, it, it is right. It's it's something we don't often think about, and it's not necessarily one of those topics within the books or within the training information that's yeah. highlighted but it's very important and it is something that I have shared with the students and, and it has to do with you know my experiences as a level three in the service sector and uh, and within the, the oil and gas business primarily right and that's and that's to be ethical right it is, it, you have to understand that when you're doing this job you oftentimes will be a stand you'd be standing on an island mm-hmm. you know making your which your calls mm-hmm. and, and you got you know, <clears throat> production managers, uh, sales, whatever yeah. on, you know, breathing down your throat down, telling, Hey, we need to get this, uh, done. You know, can't you just let it go? It doesn't matter. It, it, somebody's going to look at it again later. Don't, you know, just move it on, move it on. Yeah. But, yeah. And, and you get that. And so you try to tell the students and, you know, be aware, right. You got to have a strong will. You can't be easily pushed over. Yeah. And, and, and it's important, right? Because this work is important. And, and these things that we inspect uh, could have your family on it one day, True. right? I mean, yeah. think about it, you know, these amusement rides, uh, you get on these amusement rides and who's doing the inspection? Are they good? Mm-hmm. You know, are, 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 the, are the welds good? Are they gonna hold up? You know, who's doing this stuff? So, and so when you start to think about all the things that we touch, you know, as a, as a, as a profession and and the safety that is required so that people don't get injured. Um, and so I try to communicate that to the students and educate them on that. And if you, you know, if you don't have the fortitude for that, then you don't need to do this. But if you do, then we're welcome to have you. And, and <clears throat> we're always going to be needing guys like you or girls like you. And that's, that's one of the things I guess <clears throat> I've seen a lot of, uh, in the three or four years that I've been teaching is, you know, more and more girls, young ladies, uh, in, in the classes, uh, which is always great because they have a, a skill set that's different than guys and uh, an approach that's different and, and better in a lot of ways, right? Uh, some of the best inspectors that I ever hired when I was with uh, with, with Element were, were ladies, were young ladies. So uh, so it's, it's, it's nice to see that coming in, right? That there's more and more people from all groups and uh, male, female uh, joining our industry yeah so i'm excited about it i'm excited about that and, and making sure they understand what's required of them as an inspector 
I like that. Yeah, it is very important. And so, yeah, thank you for sharing that. And and thank you for uh, sharing your, your career today and, and your work. And uh, and there was, uh, I've, I've learned a lot about you as well, even if we've been knowing each other, you know, recently, but still. And, um, and I'm really looking forward to seeing even more of you on the advocating side of NTT. I really appreciate your work, Eddie. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate you saying that, Emily. It's it's been a pleasure meeting you. Like I think, uh, like you said, it when we saw each other at the conference, to be able to turn this uh, friendship into a 3D friendship. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm I'm happy that we were able to meet in person and continue this relationship and and expand on it. If some way you know we can, you know, collaborate on something down the road, you know, I'll be glad. I'd be look at, I would be excited to do that. And uh, and it's always good to have you know people like yourself. Uh, You know, promoting and advocating for this industry and so I, I, I enjoy it I'm glad you had me here today and and uh, on this uh, on your podcast I'm glad you liked it I hope everybody will enjoy this conversation too thank you so much Eddie well thank you Emily that's it for today's show I hope you enjoyed our chat as much as I did Eddie's curious mind really allowed him to take full advantage of the opportunities that showed up along the way and made it into an incredible career The heroes from Eddie's stories have a slogan, which is to protect and serve the world non-destructively. So as always, thank you for listening and for what you do out there to protect and serve with NDT, being a true NDT hero. Bye for now. <laughs>